Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's time to go inside EMS. I am your host, Chris Sotolero. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everybody out there. We're getting through another week. We're getting through another heat-basted week. And it is just crazy at the amount of, uh, you know, the temperatures. I think Death Valley got up to 130 degrees. And we promise you one day, here he is. He's going to he's gonna back this promise, my good friend Kelly Grayson. One day we will do a live show from Death Valley without T-shirts on. Kelly Grayson. Well, maybe you should wear your T-shirt, Kelly Grayson. How about well, that? Uh, I tell you what, as long as the Death Valley is LSU Tiger Stadium, that's fine. I'll, I'll more than happy to do that. Uh, the other Death Valley, no, not happening. Not happening. I, I may call in from my uh, from my uh, my rafting trip this weekend. Uh, right after the show airs, I'm I'm headed to uh, to uh, Northern Arkansas to raft the Buffalo River for a few days. So uh, I'll I'll give you a shout out from there if I'm not back in time to record. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, but, um, you know, so I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be in Northern Arkansas as well. I'm going to be speaking at the University of Arkansas on August 30th. I'm excited to be down there. So just make sure you pack up and you're out of there before we get started. We'll, we'll do all. We, we can't be in the same place at the same time. The world would can collapse into a singularity of awesomeness. That's right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Pulsera is proud to sponsor this episode of the Inside EMS podcast. Learn how you can create a robust community paramedicine program at www.pulsara.com slash EMS. Awesome. Awesome reading, Kelly. That's really, it's really great uh, that you've uh, mastered <laughs> that. But uh, so, you know, one of the things that we, we think about, we talk about on this show quite a bit is, is the growth of our career field is, is, you know, we're trying to, you know, get paramedics. We're trying to get EMTs. We're trying to transition to community paramedicine. More importantly, we talk about employee engagement. We talk about recruiting. We talk about retention. And retention has been a big issue. If you think about what's going mm -hmm. on around the workforce of EMS, we are trying to keep paramedics. We're trying to, you know, keep our high performers. We're trying to re-recruit them into our organization. But there's a shortage. They're saying that there's a shortage of paramedics and most EMS agencies now are trying to take that and move into training their own paramedics. And I got to tell you, man, this is, this is a really great place to be because we get to do a lot of things. One, we get to grow the people that are within our organization from EMT to paramedic. We get to ensure a little bit of loyalty as they now, uh, we now train them. We develop our own culture as well when it comes to EMS. And I got to tell you, we are going to talk about a program here today that really kind of sets the standard for other EMS programs in the United States. And that is the Newcastle County Paramedic Academy. And joining us today is Chief Mark Logeman. He is the EMS chief of the whole division down there in Newcastle County. Chief, I want to thank you for joining us on Inside EMS and talking about your Paramedic Academy. Thanks for having me, Chris and Kelly. I appreciate it. Thanks, the, for, uh, thanks the for coming to the show, Chief. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, I mean, talking to you before we get started, I mean, you're, you're kind of the person that kind of emulates, you know, an EMS career, right? You started off down there in 1995. You worked on the street for a long time. You know, you kind of worked your way up into the different positions and you're kind of at the top of the food chain running the whole division right now. So when you think about this from a, a paramedic standpoint, from growing your own, uh, your own workforce, how much of that, your experience went into developing this academy for what we now have uh, in your future? Yeah. Yeah, Chris. So it, it, it's, a, it's a huge influence on the decision to, to continue to practice. Um, to, 
you know, I had a little bit of EMS experience uh, at the University of Delaware and at the local fire company that served uh, the town down there in Newark, Delaware. But, you know, I graduated and I, and I really needed a job. And I saw that the county, county was hiring people and they were hiring people with no, no experience needed. Uh, they would hire me and, and I would be able to go through paramedic school and, and have a job guaranteed on the other end. And, you know, they're paying my tuition. Uh, they're paying my salary and benefits while I'm going through school. So uh, I couldn't resist. I needed health insurance, to be honest with you at the time, Chris. So I jumped <laughs> on board. Um, and, it's a, and it's an amazing way to really bring people into an organization. Uh, you develop an amazing, uh, let's say, esprit de corps with your classmates um, I have classmates here that, you know, 26 years later, they're, they're still working here. And I think for an, an EMS uh, job, that's pretty incredible to say that uh, you have people with that kind of longevity staying at the same, in the same organization. And I think that really starts uh, back to where, where you were, you, you started your training and were brought up in, in this family, so to speak. And and, and it really develops uh, some pretty significant commitment. And, and chief, that was, uh, you, you know, that's, that's one of the, the key things in my mind to, to uh, retention of, of employees as an organization is, is having people buy into the culture uh, and, and, and selecting and hiring people that are a good cultural fit. And probably the best way to go about that is the idea that you guys have hit on with the paramedic Academy is to grow your own, uh, and to make them employees, uh, from, from the outset of training. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how the structure of the Newcastle County, uh, paramedic Academy and, and how that's set up. Yeah. So what we're looking, what we're doing now is we're looking for people to apply, uh, and people, apply with absolutely zero EMS experience. Um, and let me say this, I, I talk about how I was trained um, years ago. It's a little different now. We actually do it in more of an academy setting um, along the lines of say a, a police or a fire academy where there's a lot of structure, um, bring, brings you into the concept of a, of a paramilitary organization um, and really focuses on uh, detail, being detail-oriented, et cetera, and really focusing on the education. So we're looking to bring people in um, with experience or with no experience. Um, certainly, if you're already a certified paramedic, I'll put this out there really quick. We're, we're always looking for certified paramedics, and we will, and we uh, openly uh, post and evaluate and hire uh, certified paramedics. But as you know, that's a massive challenge. So we're looking out there and asking people, look, here's an opportunity. You can apply here. Um, if, if you get accepted, and you get a higher, a commitment from higher, of higher from us, we're going to give you a salary. We're going to give you benefits right off the bat. We're going to pay your tuition. We're going to pay for your books. We're going to provide you uniforms. And, you know, while we're at it, we'll dry clean the uniforms for you. If, 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 you, if you so desire, you're, everything's covered, right? And you're going to go to an, an, an excellent training academy and you're going to learn how to be a paramedic and you're going to have Newcastle County, uh, uh, a sergeant who's a street supervisor there. Another paramedic is going to be there overseeing you while you're in this training. And you're all going to train inten intensely for 12 months. Um, we're looking to put a pretty big cohort in um, upwards of potentially 25 people uh, we're looking to hire. 
Um, you're all going to train together. You're going to you're going to eat lunch together. You're going to do PT together. Um, really learn how to be a team because, as you know, uh, teamwork in this uh, in this line of work is is really crucial. Um, and really get to know each other. Um, so when you come out, you're going to be able to you're going to already be indoctrinated, so to speak, into the culture of Newcastle County EMS. You're going to be able to seamlessly work with uh, people throughout the division because you're all going to have the same um, understanding of, of what it is to be a Newcastle County paramedic. I think that that sounds like an incredible opportunity for the people who are out there. And and since we're just talking about, we're going to spend some time, Chief, talking a little bit more about this academy. But uh, you're talking about putting a big cohort together. You have one coming up that we can help promote uh, yes. on the show that people can uh, apply for. When's the next one? Absolutely, Chris. So we are actually have it open for application right now. We're open until the, our closing date of August the 1st, 2021. If people have interest, I encourage them to go to newcastlecountyde.gov slash EMS. That's newcastlede.gov slash EMS. That'll take you to our webpage. Um, it tells you all about the process. There's a link right on, right on that page. It's going to take you to, you can click on, um, you can apply for the position. It's all an online application process that is simple. Um, and that's the first step in, in starting the whole hiring process. Um, if you'd like, I can do a brief overview of what the process is. So yeah, I wanna, listening. I, why don't we do that rather than even ask my next question? What's the process for that? Okay, so certainly the application is the first process. Um, you're going to submit an application. Uh, our human resources department's going to take a look at your application, schedule you for the first step, and that's a physical fitness test. So um, we want to make sure that people uh, that come to work as paramedics have um, some abilities to uh, lift and move and, and have um, the ability, the ability to, to do the, you know, the rigors of, of, of a paramedic job. Plus, there's going to be PT involved in the academy. So what we're looking at is uh, 22 sit-ups in a minute, 16 push-ups in one minute, and a one mile run in 16 minutes. Um, it's not, uh, those are not crazy numbers. Um, what we're looking for is to make sure uh, people have a good baseline physical fitness uh, prior to moving forward in the process. Um, as part of the physical fitness, you can go to our Facebook uh, page, ncc.paramedics, or just uh, put in there Newcastle County Paramedics in the search in Facebook. There's a, there's a video attached there to our Facebook that walks you through exactly what that looks like and what's required. If you, if you complete that, you're going to go to, uh, it's very similar to a college placement test. What we want to make sure is you have good reading, writing, and math skills, because that's all going to be required in order to be successful in, the, uh, in paramedic school. Um, if you complete that, then we start a uh, background uh, investigation on, on you. Um, uh, we do pride ourselves in doing a pretty extensive background investigation. We're going to be looking at uh, your crim any criminal history, driving history, references, transcripts, um, and, and really getting a good idea of, of, of who the individual is to make sure um, that they're going to be that they're going to work out here. Um, 
After that, then we're, we take all the ap applicants and certainly make selections. And if offered a, pos a position, you get a conditional offer, and then uh, you go for a, uh, a medical examination and a psychological examination. And if you pass that, uh, you've made it. Um, there is one caveat in all of this is that, so, you know, we are uh, a county government. These are taxpayer dollars that are going to be putting you through school. So if uh, the taxpayers are going to give you that incredible opportunity for all the education and salary while doing so, we want a five-year commitment from you. Um, and that's from day one of employment, day one of the academy. So we want, uh, we all have, we need you to sign off on a five-year commitment to the Newcastle. Oh, it's four. It's four more years of being active as a paramedic. That's you know, it's really that's really an awesome process. And 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 looking at the, your academy, you have an eighty-five percent graduation graduation rate, which is pretty awesome as well. And I know I wasn't going to ask another question, but I, I can't help it. But when you think about this in this standpoint, and I kind of had a similar pro program when I was the uh, director of clinical services down in MedStar in Fort Worth that we developed our own internal academy and we kind of based it on a couple of different programs that were around the United States. I think one of the questions I want to ask you, Chief, is what's the biggest lesson the organization has learned in running an academy to ensure that they're putting the best quality of EMS provider on the street, because you talked about the taxpayers for the citizens there of Newcastle County. I, I would say our biggest uh, lesson, and it, it's a practice that we've had for quite some time is, so you go to, you go to paramedic school and that's going to take about 12 months. Once you complete paramedic school, you are, we don't give you a badge and you don't hop on the unit and start working and have the ability to work independently. We have a pretty rigorous field training program that we have internally. Um, it's going to take some, you know, it takes two, three months for somebody who's really, really got it going well. Some take uh, five, six months, but you are the only time that, you know, and, and we look at it as getting that badge, right? The only time you get that badge, which ultimately means you have made it across the finish line, you can go out there and work. The only time you're going to get that is if we have two of our field training officers who have had a good experience with you and they feel as though you are qualified to take care of them or their family members. So we really want to make sure that the providers that we have out there are of the highest quality possible. And that's, we've been doing that and we can, I can say we've did that since the day I was hired and we continue to do that and see great success with it. You know, chief, the, the, uh, your, your mention of your, your FTO, your clearance program, how highly structured it is, is that it's been my experience that that's the, the most successful FTO programs are the ones that are the most structured. Uh, and, and there's, there's, you know, additional training for, uh, for the FTOs and mentors, uh, that, that are putting these, these people through the program. Um, the academy, uh, the academy approach seems to be a, a very uh, successful thing that's emulated by a lot of other agencies. I know my own employer does an academy style thing where, where uh, you know, to we grow our own paramedics and, and put them through, uh, and in, it's a rather intensive uh, um, uh, five day a week, or we're not doing it right now, but we have in the past and probably will again in the future, a five day a week thing where they live on site uh, in dormitories and, and they're paid to go to school. They're employees and, and their job is paramedic school. And I hadn't had any direct experience with that 
until recently, where with the last couple of cohorts of, of EMT and EMR classes we've had uh, through the schools, uh, the schools have, have adopted a similar approach with teaching these young kids their entry-level EMS programs. They paid them to go to the school. And uh, my observation was that it created a lot better engagement, and these kids had a lot more skin in the game. And our attrition rates were far lower uh, than they have in, in other traditional uh, EMT uh, and EMS classes. Um, have you experienced the same thing with your with your academy, that, uh, that you're retired? Tension and your your attrition rates and, and stuff are superior to uh, traditional paramedic education. Yeah, I, I, definitely. If if I stand back and I look at people that uh, we've we've lost um, to resignation, um, we definitely see a much lower percentage of people leaving who went through that academy process. And and let's I'm not going to I don't attribute that completely to the uh, five year commitment because I'm looking. Um, certainly f further than the uh, five years out from date of hire. Um, people really, really have uh, used the cliche phrase skin in the game. They really um, learned to be part of the organization and really, uh, I think, have some, feel some ownership um, after going through a process like that, rather than um, coming from uh, the outside. Uh, and, and I'm not going to say that we don't have great experience with uh, some people uh, that uh, we hire from the outside, but certainly from a, a retention perspective, uh, I think uh, we definitely see a, a higher level of retention when we uh, bring them up from, from the beginning. I can't help but think that that uh, knowing your classmates and working with your classmates from the very beginning uh, would would help promote, uh, you know, increase your retention and, and promote a, you know, help, help you, I don't want to use the word indoctrinate because that has a, that has yeah. kind of negative connotations, but it helps you to, to seat your agency's culture. Um, cause you're starting these guys out. They're all learning the same things from the very beginning. Uh, they start out learning how Newcastle County, uh, what they want in a paramedic. Uh, and, and seems to me like they'd be pretty able to, uh, to hit the ground running. Um, and, uh, at least know what your, what your agency expects of them when they go. Um, so that kudos to you for that. That's, I think is one of the keys to, to success in recruitment and retention is to make sure that everyone has, uh, you know, um, the proper expectations and, and, uh, that's clear from day one. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Before we ask you our next question, chief, we want to take a pause, uh, to do our mid show rage. So Kelly, go ahead and take care of that. Whether community paramedicine or the routine transport, from COVID-19 to STEMI to behavioral health, from the scene of a car crash in your city to a patient's living room in rural Montana, Pulsara connects you in real time with any member of the care team. Pulsara makes communicating across organizations and regions easy for any patient type. Simply create a dedicated patient channel, build your team, and communicate in a way that's best for your team and the patient case. For more information, visit pulsara.com slash EMS. That's P-U-L-S-A-R-A dot com slash EMS. All right, give me another one just in a different version. Okay. Whether community paramedicine or the routine transport, from COVID-19 to STEMI to behavioral health, from the scene of a crash in your city to a patient's living room in rural Montana, Pulsara connects you in real time with any member of the care team. Pulsara makes communicating across organizations and regions easy for any patient type. 
Simply create a dedicated patient channel, build your team, and communicate in a way that's best for your team and the patient case. For more information, visit pulsara.com forward slash EMS. That's P-U-L-S-A-R-A dot com forward slash EMS. You know, so Chief, one of the things that I found as I was developing my paramedic program, and I actually worked with the community college to come in and actually facilitate the course. So our job was to run the administrative uh, administrative side of the course and the logistical side of the course. And then we had the uh, community college, uh, which had a great program, one of the best in the areas to actually facilitate the learning. But when you think about this from the development standpoint, and it sounds so much like the standard academies of police and fire, how much of that went into, you know, the culture that your, you know, your brethren have uh, on the police and fire side, you're really kind of putting it into a real third city service to say, you know, we're, we're the third city service here in, in Newcastle County and, and we're just like police and fire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a process that has worked uh, really probably since the inception of um, the modern police department. And um, I do believe most fire departments nowadays have a, a similar academy setting, um, which, and I find it to be kind of interesting that for EMS, it's something new. Um, it's something new. It's something exciting. And uh, honestly, I'm thrilled to hear that, um, there's, there's, there's more people out there uh, experimenting with this. Um, I think for obviously a, a long time, EMS is kind of in the, in the public safety realm, EMS has kind of uh, been off to the side. And I, and I think, uh, and I can attest for what I've experienced here in Newcastle County, that when we start, when you start doing an academy like this and, an intense uh, educational experience, an intense um, learning of, of the county government and, and the Newcastle County EMS division and how it works. It really gets a lot of attention um, from the general public. It gets a lot of attention from, from leadership and legislative uh, representatives uh, in the county and the state. And really helps put us on the map, on that public safety map, so to speak. And I, I really see that as something uh, that really helps lift uh, EMS more into the into the limelight, so to speak. Chief, I was I was curious what uh what college do do you partner with for your for your paramedic academy? Who are, who's your educational partner? Our educational partner is a good fellowship. Uh, EMS Training Institute in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And uh, from our headquarters building where I am right now, it's a probably, probably about a 20, 25 minute drive to get there. So it's not and, and in the Pennsylvania from here. And are most of your faculty, are they, are they employees of, uh, of good fellowship or are they, uh, you have your own in-house faculty that, that are adjunct instructors or how's that, how's that structured? So most of it is good fellowship, um, as as Chris uh, spoke to when he was develop, developing a, a program where he was. We we're really the administrative side of it. Um, we uh, uh, will have a we'll have two employees up there uh, full time with the recruits, um, making sure that all is going well. Uh, working all obviously the the vendor good fellowship they don't. Mm -hmm. 
they don't teach the, the Newcastle County way, so to speak, how it works here. Um, so that's why we have those two employees up there um, really leading, leading the group, um, enforcing uh, our, uh, our uh, policies and procedures, um, and, and really, they're really there to, to help the, uh, the employees. We want, obviously want everybody to be successful, and um, it's worked out well. This, is the, this will be the fourth, um, we refer to it as the fourth academy, because it's really the fourth time that uh, I spoke to a little bit earlier, the fourth time that we've had it as in an academy type setting, rather than um, say when I was hired, um, you, what you did was you went, you know, you did 12 months uh, of paramedic training, intensive paramedic training, but there, you weren't in an academy setting. There wasn't, there's there was no formalities, you know, you, you were just wear your, uh, any, any shirt, pants there, no uniform. Um, so this is, uh, you know, this is relatively new for us and exciting and um, really working well. Well, it, it sounds like it's working well for you. And it's, uh, it's probably a model that some other agencies with the, with the wherewithal to grow their own paramedics should, should uh, maybe look to emulate um, uh, starting your own paramedic academy for your agency and having them be employees from day one, uh, where their job is to learn how to be a, a paramedic at your agency. Uh, but hey, that's what we think. We'd like to hear what you think. Does your agency have an in-house paramedic academy? How do they structure that? Uh, what are the advantages and drawbacks that you see? We'd like to hear your thoughts at the show at ems1.com. And for myself and co-host Chris Ceballero and our special guest this week, Chief Mark Logeman of Newcastle County, Delaware, EMS. Thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS. We're going to catch you guys next week.